1071. I'm Allie Kaplan. Stephanie March what? is still in the building. Still in the building. <laughs> How are you? Still here. Thank you for being here. Yeah. Um, shout out to my mom who yeah. is recovering from a little back surgery. <laughs> she's not going to call o- in, is she? <laughs> she's okay. No, I think she said no tech report. Oh, so, zero tech. You know my mom isn't feeling at her best if she doesn't have a tech report uh, to give. Yes, right? right. So, but she's doing okay. Don't worry. She's getting better. She told me that um, you know she uh, she actually you know did her hair a little bit this morning and okay. felt more human than she has in a week. So nice. she will be back uh, next week, no doubt. But anyway, thank you for being here. Fun. Um, heard all your good stuff. Um, it, it, we should just tell people, since you're here, Stephanie March, um, Restaurant Week continues. Yes. yes, we have today and tomorrow still. There's still good times and good things uh, for Restaurant Week, which is our takeout, takeout to lift up edition, which is, you know, we kind of worked with a lot of restaurants to... Hopefully provide people with a lot of different versions to support them, meaning like you can there are places that have patios and there are places that are doing a little bit of indoor as well. Yeah. And you can definitely choose those. But, you know, we really want to encourage people to do takeout to kind of give a little bit of a boost in case you're not ready to go back to restaurants yet. Yeah. It's kind of a nice way to do it. And there's ten to there's two and three course meals, ten to thirty five dollars per person. Pretty great stuff. Yeah. So, well, I mean, I suppose you love them all. They're all your babies. It's hard to call one out. I mean, I if you only had time, because it's just this weekend is the last. So if uh-huh. you were going to try to get one in, is there well, something you've had this week that you're like, you got to do I this did, one? I did. I grabbed my takeout this week from one of the places that I went to was uh, was uh, Copper Cow, which is down in Minnetonka area. Yeah. And it is. And it's great because I just ordered ahead. I, you know, I did the takeout app. And I ordered the restaurant week menu and I got um, a bunch of cauliflower bites. You know, I like saw those yeah. on your Insta. Crispy cauliflowers. I wanted the cauliflower in chili, but in, in chili sauce. You would have Ooh, loved them. Like okay. a, like a little sweet chili sauce. Perfect. Okay. And then there Do was you have to have the burger. Is there another no, option? There's a to- there's a bunch of options. There's okay. chicken sandwich, which you're not gonna eat either, but <laughs> But there are now that I got to look right. I could I can just like give away the but sandwich they, and just keep the cauliflower. Bites. Well, and there's a chocolate shake as part of your option as well, which Ooh. is kind of lovely. But there's um there is there they do I think they do have a vegetarian sandwich. Um, you know most yeah. of them will have a vegetarian option for the entree portion of it too. But that was twenty five dollars nice. for and basically I ordered it online. And then I drove up to their cute little pickup window. Yeah. And I was like, beep. And they just handed me the bag and then I was done. I was home. It was good. I love it. Okay. Well, that would be a fun one to try this weekend. Yeah. And there's like, there's a ton of other places too that are just, you know, from everything from like, you can go to Potluck, which is, you know, the, the food hall at the mall at Rosedale. Yes. And they all have restaurant week deals there. So you can pop in, you can, you know, maybe if you have to pop to a store or whatever, but you can hit the food court and you can get, you know, for 15 bucks, you can get a double cheeseburger and some cheese curds from Burger Dive. Nice. Hello. You can grab a slice of pizza and some a shake from whatever that and one is, Grand Ole Creamery. I don't know how your math stacks up on this, but I just feel like any opportunity to eat cheese curds this summer, one should take. I feel Because it. it's all going to equal out because we're yeah. not going to be binging right. that last week of summer. Right, right. Oh my so God. eat all the cheese curds now. It's spread it out. It's spread right. it out. Actually, and then, then walk between. That's Literally all you need to do. Spread it out right. and spread yeah. it out over the summer. Yeah. yeah. No, it's for real. Um, well, since you're here, and so all the information for Restaurant Week, of course, is at MSPMag.com. Yep. Slash Restaurant Week, and 
you can find, you can peruse menus. You can get, there's links to like, you know, the takeout forms. There's all sorts of good stuff. Okay, cool. Well, since you're here, I am going to share two bits of um, food, my food experiences this week. I know it's just like old hat to you, but I mean, you know, there are some people who come to this show for the shopping and fashion. <laughs> and so I do like to spread the good word when I can. Right. Just in case, of course, they should all tune into Weekly Dish um, with you and Stephanie Hansen before Shop Girls. But so two experiences that I had this week that really, really just made me happy. One, last night I went out on your recommendation, of course, to, is it Bebe? Are we calling it Baby Zito? I think we're calling it Bebe Zito. Bebe Zito? Bebe Zito. Okay. Yeah. Um, but it's spelled like the French way, but In right? Minnesota, it will turn into Baby Bebe. Zito. <laughs> right. Baby Zito. Baby Zito. Well, new ice cream shop yes. on Lindale, 22nd and Lindale. Yeah. Just, you know, like, this is, the th- this is what we do now. This I, is what we do. I am not a huge ice cream person. I've had ice cream three times this week, not going to lie. Ice cream consumption is up 27%. Okay. This is what we have found. Okay. Well, so, and am... we had a whole talk about it, too, on our show. Yes, and the strip I... did, like, a frozen treats. Where to I get them? I heard that. I heard that. But it's kind of the perfect thing. Because yes. it's like you're not necessarily going out for dinner for a whole evening. But it's something. It's a thing. And it's, yeah, it's a destination that is a thing that you can't. I mean, most people can't make ice cream at home. Let's be clear. They can't okay. make it at home. It's not just me. And you can buy it. Yes. But it's always kind of like... Not the same. Yeah. So they're well, going out for it. I didn't know what to expect. And I will say the fact that like all of the, a lot of the like toppings and things are sort of mixed into the flavors. Yes. Can you guess what I went for? Oh, you didn't go for the peanut butter puppy chow, did you? I did. I thought about it. Because that I is didn't. raw God. I wasn't feeling super peanut buttery, but I did think about that. I had to do a mix. You can do a, di- you can't get samples, yes. but you can do a divided scoop. Yes. So I did that. Okay. Took that option. Half of it was the breakfast cereal. Oh. Oh my gosh. It was so good. Was it the Bits Fruity Pebbles kind of thing? Fruity Pebbles and all the things. But this was, I, I think say, that wasn't there when I went. Oh, it was so good. And then the other half, I got um, animal frosting. Yes, the frosting. Oh. Oh my God, that is, you know what? That is so your jam. My my children had like chocolate coconut and like very sophisticated flavors. Like brownie, gochujang brownie. Uh, Whatever, whatever. And you're like, "Um, can I have the pink cookie one? Hi, are there pink cookies there? <laughs> Thanks. I'll have, oh, sprinkles? Yes. The biggest yes. decision I had to make was that each of these, so what I was going to say is, as, as opposed to some places where you're picking your toppings and it's kind of a lot of pressure, they've got it all baked in. Yeah. I like that. It's a simpler decision. Yeah. No, I don't uh, necessarily, that is the way I would re- go as well. I do not want a thousand options for me to put on top of things. Yeah. Just you just decide make me what creative, should be good. Yeah. You be the ice cream chef. You right. make the creative thing and then I will say, that is delicious or next. Right. The biggest decision I had because I had the split scoop. If yeah. I had had one, like if I had just done the cereal, I would have had fruity pebbles sprinkled on top. Oh. And with the animal frosting, I had, you know, the co- the frosted cookies on top. So I had to, that was the one choice had I pick. had to make. It what was did you tough. pick? I went animal frosting. You did go cookie. You <laughs> did. did go cookie. I would think so. Actually, it was the recommendation yeah. of my baby Zito. Uh, of your uh, ice cream chef. Yes, exactly. Yes. I think... But- but I will say, it was, so it was delicious. It was absolutely delicious, and it felt like an interesting, different experience. Yeah. The shop is adorable. So cute. And I was so impressed. She's a designer, too, I think. The woman who owns it. Oh. I mean, like, it's a it's a fiancé, like an engaged couple. Yeah. And Ben Spangler is the, um, is the ice cream chef. He helped open Milk Jam Creamery. 
that's why he's got the chops. Sense. Okay. And then Gabby is his uh, his his better half, and she's I think got design chops, which is evident in that story. It really, the wallpaper is. is spectacular. It's super cool, and even the way they have their story posted and the ice it grew out of gluttony for no. Yes, is very yes. funny. And I will say, I was really impressed. We stepped up to the door, kind of hesitated because there were some people inside, and they were like, "Stop, wait out there," you know. So we did, and then we went in. You know, it was just it was very well organized. Mm-hmm. It felt very intimate and safe. We got in, we got out. It was delicious. I think we're all just going to get used to that. Yeah. Don't you think? I mean, Absolutely. today is day one of masks on. Masks yes, up, is. everybody. Yes, it and is. And today is day one. And I, we were saying earlier on our show that it just, it's just going to take that round to get used to it. People, yeah. We just need to get into a couple weeks of this. We're going to be fine. Yeah. And you know, there's a big, I think you're going to see, I mean, obviously you should just have masks everywhere, yeah. right? You should have them in your bag. You should have them in your car. They are literally now part of your fashion statement. I have seen <laughs> stories that describe wearing a buffalo plaid <laughs> scarf. I mean, it's a thing. Now, it right? should be a thing. Just like you describe someone's bag, this is the or accessory. Or their earrings, right? So don't yeah. underestimate no. how much you're being judged for no. your mask. No, it this, is your opportunity. It is. This is a statement, it people. It is your billboard. This is your billboard. <laughs> this is a t-shirt for your face. But, but um, hy V um, for one, they're distributing three million masks to their stores. There are a lot of stores. There are chambers of commerce. There are state organizations that are in the process of just getting masks out to small businesses, especially. Actually, like that this. might not have the money to be buying them on their own, but yep. so that they can all have a basket of masks at the door. So there's no excuse. No, there's and no there's excuse. fashionable ones out there. We were talking about Joy Noel has this. She opened. I saw her tweet saying like, hey, the mandate happened. I'm going to open extra hours, you know, for my mask store. So yes. I was like, get fancy people. Let's just do it up. It, it You know, and the thing is, it's become a, a lifeline for a lot of small businesses mm-hmm. and a lot of designers. This is what people are spending money on. We need them. Yeah. It's also fun. I want a gate. I want some designer gators, the buffs and the gators where you just like it's around your neck and you pull it up. Yes. Kind of a thing. Yes. I have some on order. I was talking earlier. I have some coming. Really? Mm-hmm. I ordered three for 30 bucks online okay. and that's the one that like the kitchen guys that i know they uh-huh. all swear by those because then you don't have to touch your hair and your ears you just you pull up and you pull down that's a good point it's a, a lot, lot more sanitary for i kitchen think people. that is what runners and a lot of people working out are starting to use too we're going to talk about that a little later okay. the masks that have been tested for running because i think oh that's we should talk about that yeah more of a thing you know wearing masks at health clubs is now going to be a thing with yes, the new state i wear order. a mask running in the winter all the time because i'm just too cold like that's a thing that i oh. i'm so used to doing it in the winter so i have no problem with it right but that's a winter one i'm not going to wear that in the summertime so okay. we have all right to talk well we it. will talk about that we're also going to talk about some other pandemic shopping trends um and what's happening with plastic bags whoa big movement uh towards sustainability led by our friends at Target. That is straight ahead on Shop Girls. Welcome back. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan. Stephanie March is Hello. here today. Hi. Thank you for being here. Your week- weekly dish is just spilling over, spilling forth. We bubbled over. Yes, we in appreciate the oven. that. <laughs> I'm baking on the bottom. Oh, goodness. Um, so it's been fascinating to see things, obviously, you know, bubble up in terms of what we're buying and what's selling out. And shopping cycles have been so changed by the pandemic, yeah, right? The and pandemic. we have seen empty shelves in stores where we never in a million years would have thought shelves would be empty. So, 
You know what is selling in like crazy, crazy numbers? What? Books. What? Like paper? Actual paper books. Are you kidding? I am not kidding. I am here for that because that is me. I do not own a Kindle. I do not own. I don't either. I am a book person. And I think it's because we like paper. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I think it is too. There's just something about that. But what's interesting is the big chains, the big box stores, the grocers, what they're saying is, you know how books sell best when they put them next to the toilet paper, next to the cleaning products, next to the grocery items. It's It's become part of like the emergency essentials. Oh my like the God. things you have to have. And this trend has been picking up over the last few months that when people come, when they, when these stores experiment with like doing an end cap of books near stuff that they know people are going to run for. You go into Target now, you know, go check and see if they have any cleaning supplies. Even if you don't need them, you better get them because it's so see, rare yeah, that they're I know, there. Maybe, maybe. Right? Right, right. And if, when they put the books near that stuff. They, they sell, sell like <gasps> merchandising crazy. is so interesting to me. Yes. Book publishers are saying that in some cases, book sales have tripled or quadrupled in the last few months. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, you know, okay. I mean, they're fair. Also, I think comeback. here's the thing is like when you're stuck on Zoom for so long as we all have become, mm-hmm. you are so in like your your work is now your screen. Right. For sure. It's And so I think maybe that's that move away from that too. like, OK, my break is something that gets me away from the screen. I think you need it. Your eyes need it. We all need it for for sanity. You yeah. need to step away from the screen when everything it's like the downtime is TV and then yeah. the work time is. I mean, yes. it's all screens. It's all screens. And so you need something tangible. And plus, here's the other thing. I think it is true that people are trying to be outside more often, you know, Mm -hmm. just for the sake of the airflow, but then also for, you know, just because, good Lord, we have been in our houses for as long as we have. Right. And so that's a portable thing, like, that isn't a screen, too. Like, I think that that's a double action thing. Well, and the interesting thing is, apparently, it's been really good for a lot of the brick-and-mortar stores versus Amazon, because Amazon has pulled back or delayed, like, non-essentials, quote-unquote, and books were part of it. And so... Amazon was taking longer to deliver books while Target, Walmart, some of the grocery chains, Costco have been ramping up. And you'll notice that they have a broader and bigger selection. Interesting. And they did because they're selling. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm here for this. I literally have uh, like three books. Do you read multiple books at a time? Yeah, I start a lot of things. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Like finishing is another topic. I have three books rotating on my bed. Like literally stacked on the other side of my bed yeah. the whole time. Anything we should know about? It's a, I have an old book right now that I'm kind of like. It's a, a Elizabeth Kostova. Mm-hmm. Kostova. She wrote the historian, the best Dracula book ever, mm. a long time ago. My favorite, favorite. I don't read horror books. It's an intellectual. It's wonderful. Like the historian is something I recommend highly. Okay. But she wrote a book, another book called The Shadowland. I think it's what it's called, and that's what I'm reading right now. Hmm. And it was something that my mom gave me because we passed those back and forth. I'll be honest with you i'm on uh book two of hunger games <gasps> i love <laughs> reading book. it out loud yes. my boys and i yes. are reading for the older one he's reading it again and he's so excited and it's like totally reignited his I interest love that my book. younger one is not a huge reader but does well in groups he yes. likes to read out loud and so this has been our pandemic project i love it and i think that book is better than the movie that's one of those things like yes. that series 
so much more detail and so much more totally. richly and you know, descriptive. Just, it's a good way to convince a kid that doesn't like to read that reading is good because yeah. we read the book and then watched the movie for yeah. the first one. <gasps> yeah. And he admitted that like, wow. I mean, first of all, the, the movie was better because he knew so much more from right, the book right. and the book had so much more. So detail. much more. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I would say that like we have uh, my little, my little family, like the kids are all readers. And so, and then my mom is a reader. So we pass books all around. Like we have stacks that are like, okay, this one's going to Megan and like, you know, here, these are going to you and this one's going passing here and there and there. And it's kind of lovely. Do you ever do good reads? Do you ever, do you know, do you ever participate in that? that? Good reads is the online sort of like collection. It's like, it's like Facebook for readers really, but you get to recommend and it's almost Yelp for I don't know. You guys huh. would probably Good all place call to get say, suggestions. But yeah, yeah, and then you review a book. And like, there's a book that Joey was reading, and he just he put it up there, and he flamed it. He hated it so much. And I was like, you have a short fuse this week, I'm feeling. Because oh. like he, he was like, the characters were horrible and all this stuff. But Did people come after but him? But then you, you find people's... You find people's, like, this person is obviously loves really good historical fiction, and then you can start to trust their choices. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so you kind of go, oh, I like that one, and I like that one. Very interesting. Yeah, good reads. Okay. Um, I have no good transition other than to say that if you buy a book at Target, you might want to put it into a bag on your way out. There it is. <laughs> well done. See what I did there? Yeah. So Target has been getting a lot of flack for their bags for a while. There yeah, was this it's whole, been weird. I'm not quite sure why they are being so... Sometimes I think you're a victim of your own... Um, of, of being progressive. Success, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And that because they've been progressive on a lot of issues, consumers are dissatisfied with the fact that they are still serving up plastic bags. Yeah. And so after a lot of months of this, Target has now partnered with Walmart and CVS. This was like a big announcement this week, especially in the world of, you know, eco-friendly uh, everything that they are going to try to develop a new, like an innovative new bag that is more sustainable, less, you know, plastic, less bad for the environment. And all of these big box stores are teaming up. They're spending $15 million to come up with the solution. I would like a compostable bag. That's fine. Let's just do that. Like, I don't think it needs to. I mean, I don't want paper, quite honestly, because I actually would have more trees and not cut down trees. Like, yeah. this is where you get into a place where you're like, what does it all mean? It's a tough decision. What, what, what does it all mean? But the point is they're working on it. Okay. And they're getting a lot of accolades for that. So, and it's always nice to see competitors team up for something it is nice. that is good for I the like, world. Yeah. And I feel good about that. Yes. Very. When we get back, we're going to check in with a local retailer who's actually expanding. Welcome. Welcome back. Thanks for tuning in to Shop Girls today on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan. Stephanie March is filling in today. Harmony is uh, recovering and doing okay after a little surgery. She'll be back um, hopefully next week. Next week. So thanks to everybody who has wished her well. We appreciate that. Um, well, we're just waiting for for Lacey. Maybe she has a customer. She might be busy. I mean, at the store. You this know? is the thing. Um, I, we were saying that the chefs are the ones who are behind the line. For you know, seriously. it's like the owners are doing the work. You yes, know, because you kind of gotta. It is very true. And um, I wanted to talk to to Lacey. I mean, I can tell you about this even if we're not able to get her on the line. I mentioned this um, a couple of weeks ago, but now I actually had the conversation with her because I was just so fascinated by, you know, who's opening? Who is opening? The right. Mall. right. The, the malls, I think, you know, have 
such a problem. Obviously, everybody in everybody, every consumer business has a problem. But I think malls in particular were already so challenged. They, like they walked into this with like a short leg, if you will. You and, know? you know, all it takes is a few more what's left of the anchors to close a few more, you know, and Taylor's and gaps. I'm not and they, you know, like the, the big box stores to close. And they're who's who's going to take those places? Who is going to sign a, a 10-year lease, which is what the malls used to rely on right. for a lot of these right. you know, big national retailers. And so the what the National Retail Federation says is we're going to see an even bigger acceleration of malls turning to like other uses. Yeah. Using that space Lifestyle for, centers, right. as you will. Of course, the thing is, you look at what those alternate uses are and what has been getting popular, and those are challenged too. Look at what's happened at Southdale. You know, they've got Lifetime Fitness. Yeah. Lifetime will survive. But I mean, obviously, it this hasn't been easy on the fitness, you know, health club Sector, industry no. mm-hmm. either. Um, co-working. Yeah. Can't co-working do that. is super challenged. Yeah. Although I feel like there's a, a real divide on that one where there are some people who are like, it's over. It's over. The co-working boom. Because it co-working is everything that you can't do right now, which is gather, network, be together, which is what drove it in the first place. And, you know, be in collaborative spaces yeah, yeah. And where it's not just your space and people are moving around. So, I mean, there's all those challenges. But then there are those who think that, you know, as we as jobs are eliminated, what happens? Gig. The gig the economy. Gig is, right? The gig is big. Everybody becomes self-employed. Everybody is freelancing. Yep. And when you finally reach your breaking point and need to get out of your house, where do you go? You start looking for co-working space. Well, not only that, but you gotta consider the fact that even like people who are getting entrepreneurial and trying to figure out a way to actually use this time for their to make money. Right need you know they're not going to go rent big spaces downtown anymore startups can't do that so right so who so i think the verdict is out on that but the point is that's something that you know malls are certainly going after as they look to change their spaces there's also a feeling that malls will um that they really need to focus on technology that these physical spaces need to focus on technology and think about how can they provide you know be a digital concierge how can they even expand on curbside pickup and offer more services that they take out of the mall to you so it's super interesting it's super challenged and i was just super surprised to hear of a local store piccadilly prairie opening at the mall right now crazy so that's why i wanted to talk to lacy um but we'll we'll see if we can still get her but the you know i was like what i'm worried about you like what are you doing so lacy has stores piccadilly prairie is at southdale mm-hmm. it's at ridgedale and now she's just opened at Mall of America. It was planned. It was planned. That's Pre- what I was going to ask. Yes. Is this a thing that had been on the docket before? It had. It had and, you know, was delayed. And she said, look, it is. it has been hard that it is slow. And she said she feels like people who are coming into the Mall of America are more intentional. They're, they're on a mission. Yep. They're not just there to, you know bum around especially when you're wearing a mask you just feel less like lingering yeah right um people aren't as comfortable and frankly a lot of what drives the crowds is all of the entertainment and it's you know a lot of it is still closed yeah so and the restaurants are closed so she said it feels 
you know. The restaurants are closed too, huh? Well, so, I mean, for sit down yeah, dining. Yeah, oh, this is true. It's more true, everything true, true. is like take it and go. Yeah, take, take it, it and go. go. You know, or yeah. it's, it's limited. You're right. You're right. I was just thinking food court, but there's obviously, yeah. Yeah. Um, but she said that, um, you know, she said it's hard to like sit and relax. People are spent, people are less inclined to like, Spend a day at the mall. Mm -hmm. It's more like I need this. Mm -hmm. I'm going for that. And then I'm leaving. But she is still um, has hope that it's going to come back and said people are shopping. She also is someone in this. I know you know this um, for so many retailers right now. The state fair was like a huge end of the summer boost for her. Yeah. That she counted on. And a lot of local retailers who had that boost, you know, that's what carries them through. Yeah. Uh For a lot of slower months. And so, you know, they're hoping for the virtual state fair. My, uh, you know, my neighbor across the street, he is Rose and Funk leather goods at the state fair. Oh, yeah. And I asked him, George, I was like, you know, I was like, what are you doing? Like, how how are you feeling about it? He's like, oh, it's, it's devastating. I mean, that's his only you know, retail thing. He's a, you know, he's a retired gentleman, you know, who has got other stuff, but it was like, basically he's like, he's like, it's, he's like, I've had to do more lawn mowing and other things to pick up to like, because that was it. That was his whole money yeah. bucket. Yeah. So I, I mean, are you, I mean, I, I've, I've heard many makers and brands talking about this virtual state fair. Yeah. And, you know, moving some of those products online. I could see that helping. So this is where they're just saying, so during, are we putting it as during that same time of the fair? I think the details are still being worked out, but I know there's a ton of interest. Um, I don't even don't know. know. I just know from the makers that they're all, you know, talking about doing this yeah. or maybe, you know, having it even on their own. I love the idea of it. Frankly, I mean, it's different than food a little bit. I love, you know, with the food vendors popping up around town. Yep. But but I like this sort of individual pop-up, you know, like pop-up and surprise kind yeah. of idea. Quite honestly, I have... So, okay, the, the food thing is weird because now we have two things. We have, one, the grassroots effort to, you know, have places, you know, pop in and go over at this brewery and you can get cheese curds and corn dogs and whatever. Yeah. And now we have this thing, this parade that's scheduled in August, right. which is a on the fairgrounds thing that you buy the ticket and then you're going to drive through and then get your stuff. And it's all in your car. It's all in your car. You can park at the end. There will be an area, a picnic area where you can park and actually stop. And then they have said that if you get out of your car, you just have to stay six feet apart. But it's a parking lot. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like yeah. maybe you're sitting, standing next to your car. I don't know. I would rather probably just drive to a park or something. But, yeah. Um, but nonetheless, like, and that's another thing, but that's also, that's a different, very specific thing that feels almost more, and there's, they could only do 16 vendors because of the fact that they needed to keep the driving, you know, to a minimum too. They had to pack as many cars as they can and you can't have like 40 vendors, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Cause that's too many stops. Um, so I don't know. I don't know if it's a grassroots efforts where we get to pick or if it's something that the fair orchestrates that they get to pick yeah. that I like better. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. But it's harder with retail because you want to you have to want to look through things. You want to kind of shop a little bit. Right. Right. I mean, it's it's the the magic of discovery is gone. That's hard to recreate. I mean, you know, you can recreate it on a website a little bit, you know, by leading people. It's still not the same, obviously, as walking through a space, which is why, frankly, I think, you know, smaller retailers in some ways are in a better position because it feels more comfortable to be in a small boutique. Yeah. You know, and. With well, less people, because exactly. you just, you know that there's not, you know, like, that's the thing is I haven't gone to like Home Depot or anything. Yeah. Although I haven't had a problem with Target. I don't know. I mean, like, I feel fine in Target. Yeah. 
But I do go at weird times, too, where there's not a lot of people. You know, I'm like the Sunday night Target shopper. Right. You find your new routines. Yeah. But, um, but anyway, I mean, I, you know, I love that there is still, you know, optimism yes. and fight. And yes. I just want to support yep. these locals. And I think, you know, especially when you're doing more planning up front, um, you know, you can be really intentional about where you buy that gift and where you go. And, and I think that that is a huge piece. That is that is the support that that has happened with takeout yep. and the support that happens with local makers. And I think with that, I think when we're coming into the shopping season in terms of, you know, gifts for holiday, yeah. 100%, I'm only going to, I'm not buying anything on Amazon. I'm only buying local. That's it. Right. Right. How do you know that? Do you know that those conversations about like, bringing out you know it's july what happens july in retail is back to school and then it's christmas yes and those conversations are happening do we delay is it is it wrong is it in poor taste to be talking about christmas do people need that hope it is so hard to figure it out Do you want to see the first signs of christmas no i don't (laughs) I don't. But do you ever in July? I never do. I never. The whole Christmas in July, like when I used to work at QVC, you know. You worked at QVC? (laughs) What? I answered phones. I was a high schooler. Because it's not like Carlson. Oh, my God. So I used to answer phones at QVC, and it was always Christmas in July. It just bugged me like crazy. But I bet I, you were fun listen, on the phone. Let me tell you my favorite <laughs> shift, just on a sidebar, was the full moon and the overnight shift. We would battle for those. The crazy you overnight people. when you were in high school? I did. My mom let me. Oh, oh my God. I know, but it's because there was Is like three of illegal? us. Yeah, no, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> we were like 16 or 17. Okay. I mean, we drove there. So, yeah. Yeah. And you're uh-huh. like, what up? Like, we go from buying? midnight to like four in the morning or like five. It was great. <gasps> Who was calling in? Let me tell you. If there's a model on the TV and she's showing some shoes or something, mm-hmm. you get phone calls about her foot. That's what you get phone calls about. Oh, mm-hmm. boy. Yep. Or you get people calling and there's, they want to tell you that they've they've received a check in the mail and they just don't know where to cash it. You know, those kind of things. People just, they see a phone number, they're going to call it. Oh, it's good stuff. I, I think that the pandemic has been really good for TV shopping. Oh, I, can you imagine? I bet that is I bet that is 100%. I, I think they are really having the last laugh. Like, oh, you think we're irrelevant? Yeah. Not so much. Not so much. Try calling Amazon. Right. Can't do that. They're not going to answer. No, they're not. They don't care. No, 100%. I think you're right. Yeah. And I've heard stories of people who are like, because they're up later and they may be worried and they may be shopping more because they're watching it. Yeah. You know? Just be careful combining that like extra drinking trend with uh, that extra extra yes. home shopping trend. Yeah, tequila day yesterday. A, I wonder how that handled. <laughs> you know, that could be a very dangerous combination. But anyway, uh, to sum it up, um, Piccadilly Prairie open now in three different spots. Good luck. Still Good luck, ladies. Yeah. Yes to the mall that, you know, the malls will go on. It might look a little different. It might be quiet for a while. But and if you can, if you have the cash reserves and you can make this happen, why not? Yeah. You know? Yeah, let's hope so. Um, When we get back, we need to talk about how we can look more like Taylor Swift. Okay. Because that moment is happening now. (laughs) (laughs) Stick around. (laughs) 
Hey, I just just a follow up note. We were talking about the state fair and what um, local retailers are doing because it's not just the food. You know, for those who sell their products, the state fair has become so important yeah. in in recent years in terms of launching brands and selling really high end goods, whether it's paddle boards or bicycles or bags or leather goods. Um, there is it it is an official thing. It is going to be through the state fair, and there will be like an online shopping market. More details to come. I'll have all of that for you, but it will be through the the state fair and lots of locals making the decision to sign up for that. Um, just give this is important intel for you, and it's fair driven. I just logged onto the Fair Food Finder uh, Facebook group, yes. which is where you know tells you where the local vendors are popping up all over. Yeah. They have just launched an app. Okay, so there Thank you, you go. Yep, they have a they have a uh, they have an app, and that one is the map. What is, it, so what is this app? Do we know what it's called? It's just, you can get it. It's just called uh, Fair not, Food Finder. Okay, so it's not the official state fair app. No, I don't it's think a so. Different, okay. But like this one is just saying that Blue Loon Concessions is open now in Hutchinson. Mm-hmm. And you may want to say that like uh, the Fair Faves, which is a... Is doing like Saturdays and Sundays at in Excelsior. You know that's a food truck. Yeah. So that's how you're going to find that. The mini apple pie is doing uh, Fieldstone Park in Lakeville on Sunday, okay. August sixteenth. So that's how. Can you, you just find me the fried pickles? You want pickles? I'll find you. Pickles. <laughs> find me the fried pickles. Okay. I need an, at least one order of fried pickles per summer. At least generally three. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> that is one thing I repeat. But it is time where we take a look at the trends. We analyze them from all angles, and we say, "Whose look is it anyway?" She's wearing that outfit. It's time for the shop girls to ask. Can I ask you something? Whose look is it anyway? If you heard the news, I don't know how you couldn't have heard the news. Taylor Swift dropped an album. I mean, I mean, she has not been wasting the quarantine. Didn't she just like put it on the Twitters and the socials be like, hey, by the way, there's an album coming in five minutes or something like that. Well, I think there was a tiny bit more buildup than that, at least on Instagram, because she dropped these 12 images of her from a distance in the woods. She is a brilliant She's marketer. So smart. Do not underestimate Do not under- the power of the T-Swifty. No, T-Swifty is it. She knows what she's doing. And listen, I'm not honestly even like the biggest fan. I, I'm just, I mean, like of, of her, you know, I just, but I, you have to respect what she does. And what she wrote on Instagram was, look, I had a lot of plans this year that got derailed like everybody. <laughs> but then I also had an opportunity to do things I didn't think I was going to do so she wrote an entire album she acknowledged everyone that she produced it with and she started posting these pictures they're black and white yes. in the woods oh, and yes. then the album came and not only that you um there's like deluxe albums there are eight different versions and you know her super fans are going to buy all eight and guess where you have to go to buy them only taylorswift.com seriously but here is the fashion result of all of this Prairie, the prairie (gasps) style, because because, of course, Taylor has thought through like all smart artists, you know, Justin Timberlake does this, too. Yeah, it's not just the album. It's what is my look right now? What is the full paradigm shift I'm about to totally and then they completely embody that. 
So for Taylor, well, the is, album is called Folklore, right? It's called Folklore. Yes. <laughs> and so she is going full fledged into this prairie aesthetic, which has kind of been trending already. Has it a little bit on social and in? Yeah, absolutely. I suppose. And um, those big it, dresses at Target I've seen, you know, right. and so think, yeah, think prairie dresses, think basket bags, think lace up boots. No, and I hate coats. the prairie. Just what you want to wear for Zoom. <laughs> Laura Ingalls Wilder <laughs> needs to stay gone. Well, not if Taylor Swift oh, has anything God. to do with it. Yeah. So um, but expect for um, so so an image that Taylor posted on Thursday, it was sort of. You know, she's wearing a double breasted plaid coat, which is already on the radar for fall. Okay, And, you know, fall trends were out, but, you know, they made their way out before all of this because the fashion cycle is so far in advance. So big look for fall is these big oversized double breasted coats. Um, And then she's wearing underneath it sort of a white prairie dress. So this is what everyone you know is now running to buy. And I think and they're going to just soak it in and they're going to be like, suddenly you're going to want to start wearing like a little bit flouncier dress with a denim jacket over it. And you're not even going to know why, but it's because of Taylor Swift. Literally, this is that's the beautiful trickle down. I do love that. I do love the way that it all works like that. Yeah, because that is just like a shared national psyche that we have, you know, right. But so. I don't, I yeah, the high neck Victorian, but like prairie kind of, you mm-hmm. know, button up and the it's not my and like jam. the cornflower prints, like. But it's very oh. Taylor, you know. I mean, she's had her oh. moments, but like this feels the mo- This feels very authentically Taylor Swift, True. really, right? True. Um, okay, how do you feel about Silky Separates? I, I don't know. <laughs> how do I feel about Silky so- I'm going to need you to tell me how I feel. I don't want to get too personal, I but... Know. I know, well... Um, so Vogue, you know, really, it's like you can just feel, and maybe we're extra tuned into this as magazine people, but you can just feel that everybody is like scrounging for content, yeah. right? All their editors are at home. I think in the fashion world, they don't know what to do with themselves because they should be jetting all around the world right now, going to Paris, in London and Milan for fashion weeks, getting ready for fall fashion week. It's not, you know, a lot of that's not happening or it's happening virtually. And so a lot of what they're doing is turning to their own fashion editors. What are the editors wearing? What are they wearing at home? Well, a lot of them are embracing their silky separates. They're turning, turning, they're turning like basically nightgowns into day wear. They're wearing them on their neighborhood walks, and they're wearing them on their Zoom calls. Get out! So I challenge you! Get out! <laughs> Do I have silky separates? <laughs> a, a little, put on a Wait. little slip dress for your Tuesday meeting and just see how everybody reacts. But what if I have a Taylor Swift Prairie style nightgown <laughs> instead? You know, that's that another work. way to go. Okay, silky separates is a Silks little bit... and satins and saying, look, it's comfortable, it's luxurious feeling. I mean, you feel a little bit elevated. Yeah. I mean, I did, you know, I, I think maybe this story drew me in because I had that day this week, and I know you've had it too, where I sat <laughs> down, I got up extra early. I got up yep. at six yep. because I just wanted to take care of something early before yeah. I started everything yeah. else. Right. And I was going to shower. 
I was maybe even going to work out. None of that happened. And I didn't even have a bra on 10 minutes before I was supposed to have a video conference. I wish I could even recount how many times <laughs> I've looked at the clock and be like, oh, 4 p.m. Maybe I should actually, you know. Yeah. Change brush my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Silky separates. That's oh, the way God. to go. Oh, we will be back to take your questions and talk shop after the news. Don't go away.